Hi everyone, uh, this is Jeremy. I want to give you a recap of where we have come from so far. Uh, this is the second one that we've done. The first one is episodes one through five. If you want to get a more in-depth version of those, please go back and listen to that one. I will give you a quick recap of that and then cover episodes six through 11 that we've just now completed. In the first half of it, we are introduced to our heroes who are from Almithra. They work for the Luminae Academy. Uh, they are higher adventurers that are designed to put good into the world and to recover significant magical relics. Uh, throughout our adventures, we learned a, a couple of different things, tried to find some people, and encountered a creature called Shade Warpers who were erasing information of Lord Talon Baskir uh, from different books. Baskir was a founder of Omithra, and so we continued to try to investigate and looked for his lineage and his different descendants and different information about him. And that took us all the way into his crypt at the bottom of the Temple of the Church of Solene. In the crypt, we encountered a lich who was there going through a portal that they brought in from Illestel to try to destroy some magical relics. We were able to save one of them. The sword was destroyed, but the necklace was saved. And in so doing, poor Caven, our paladin, fell ill and was completely knocked down. Uh, as we started in the next episode, coming up in episode six, we really had things to talk about. So we spoke with Priest Pamet, uh, the entire uh, temple took Caven to get him uh, healed and taken care of. And we went and started investigating what was going on. While we went back and finally got some rest that was needed back at the Luminae Academy, Caven uh, received a letter that Cole took on his behalf. It was from Lady Verador about thanking Caven plus friends uh, for helping save her from the different shade workers that were there and giving us all a gift of a room and board at the Welcome Hall. So Cole was hungry and he decided to not tell anybody and just go get breakfast on his own. When he headed back, he was bombarded by a naked gnome that fell out of the sky. Turns out, uh, Belsire the gnome's uh, transportation spell all the way from Azimir into the Luminae Academy failed for the very first time ever. And it was determined that there was something wrong with the beacons. We went and spoke with Professor Galsieris about what the beacons were, and he bestowed upon us a small silver cube that said this fixes the lines, the, the transportation lines, and we just needed to go down to where the beacon was, which was in the Maiden's Depths, uh, follow the, the river down, find the area, put the thing in there, fix the thing, lots of magic talk, but he wanted us to go fix it. And when we got down, riding on the limp shrimp, we found out that there were goblins nearby, so beware. Beware of all the goblins. While the five of us were on our way down trying to fix the beacons that were there, Caven was recovered and was restored. And when he woke up, he not only met with the priest, who was in a very different mood from the last time we saw him, but he also met Sir Alcraze of the Order of the Vigilance, who was there on his own missions coming out of Calvier. And really, uh, the reason he was there with Caven was because Caven was going to be offered a job. A position really to be a guardian of Soline. And he was unsure. He kind of hemmed and hawed about it more than a couple of times and finally accepted uh, his new role as the guardian of Soline. He met some very uh, important and interesting people around around Elmithra who were, uh, you know, interested in his 
new rank and his new level and where he was going to be coming from. But that didn't matter because the rest of us were fighting. We were way down in the, in the tower fighting a bunch of goblins just like we were warned about. They were in boats, they were in towers, they had hobgoblins. We were working our way through them, getting ourselves perfectly exhausted until we got to the top of the tower where we found the beacon. Unable to be fixed the way that we were supposed to, uh, Valamir looked and, and uh, Aragus looked for all sorts of ways we could see the ley lines and, and import them. And while we were there, there was a really nasty goblin sorcerer who was pulling some sort of energy and keeping himself shielded. The energy that we saw he was pulling it from was another portal all on its own. And uh, once we finally got through the shield, thanks to Valamir's wise ideas of not following the instructions provided by the Luminae Academy and just inflicting the magic as it was, a whole new type of creature started walking through. Uh, not a Shade Warper like we'd seen before, but a Void Walker. Some black, tendrilled, horrible thing that didn't come out of Illistel at all. It came out of what appeared to be a very different portal. And later on, we found out that there was a controller. There's some gold-skinned, pistol-wielding, large, large being who is now paying very close attention to our heroes and where they're, they're at in Varen. While the fights went on and the exhaustion went through, uh, Valamir stepped in again, used that magic in a completely different way that it was supposed to, and ended up sealing up that portal. Caven showed up actually understanding what, what the cost was and, and came in and raced into the battle as well. And nearly every hero was saved with the exception of Vessel who got blasted out of the tower, but he didn't have to breathe, so it was okay being underwater. And when everyone gathered themselves, they noticed that only one person was missing, Cole. Cole ended up being blasted through the portals all the way back to Azimir. And when he was trying to find his way back, while everyone in Azimir was trying to figure out how he got there in the first place, he ended up encountering uh, an old friend, one that spoke with him before, who wanted to give him a warning of danger, letting him know that the great danger is coming and told him about this, this gold-colored man that, that we were hearing about and that the entire team was being watched. If they needed to look out for any information, because apparently the fate of Varen was going to be tied to them somehow, whether it would be its destruction or its uh, uh, being saved. I don't know what the other word for that is. Salvation! Nailed it! Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the group would need to be in charge for that, and they would need to seek out help from the Star Seer. That takes us back into town where we finally rested. We felt a little stronger, a little wiser, even a little bit leveled up uh, when everyone was getting back together. Cole was teleported back. He kind of had some uh, hiccups in the Ironlands, fought some orcs, made it back in, teleported himself a second time, nearly died at Verador's house. It was an exciting time. But everyone's back together, back in Almithra, and uh, they start going through what is coming up and what what could we look for and how do we get around? We actually had some downtime, which is very rare for all of us. And you could tell how uncomfortable everyone was with it because we did not know what to do with ourselves. Cole ended up getting a new weapon. Valamir started teaching magic to kids in the school, much to his regrets. Aragus was doing everything that bards do, entertaining, enjoying life, making people feel better about it. And Caven opened up a soup kitchen because of some connections that he had made uh, and, and some donations that were made on his behalf as the new guardian of, of Selene. 
Now that that's all taken care of and we don't have to worry about downtime any longer, we started trying to figure out what to do next. We had a treasure map we started going through and there was all sorts of rumors about the wizard killer that was out there that was intriguing and a little scary to Valamir. Well, the very next day we go through, the wizard killer was caught. It was found and his name was Valamir Grayspell. It was the exact same name. We found out it was Valamir's father. And Grayspell, Valamir, uh, Alderin Grayspell II, Almarin. I'm, you guys, how many times have I been doing this? Valamir Almarin Grayspell II was caught, was called the Wizard Killer. Uh, Valamir wouldn't believe it. Why would he? He, he grew up with a great father who's raised him and, and trained him to be the wizard that he is. So there was a lot of effort to get up into the Tower of Dust where... Uh, Valamir II was being held so that we could all speak with him, or at least Valamir could speak with him to figure out what has happened and how we can clear him of these wrongdoings. We made it in. There was some conversations back and forth. Aragus did some fantastic negotiating and speaking with others, and Caven eventually pulled some strings with his political favors that he had, and the Lord Mayor granted us access. We were able to get in. Valamir asked him some questions and found out that his dad, in fact, did admit to killing nine wizards. And that it was all on purpose. And in his mind, he was doing it to save the world. There was nothing that could improve Valamir's mood after that. Not any songs that Erega sang, not any ways that we drank, or any jokes that tried to be told. He was distraught. So we tried to distract him with any other quests or tasks that we could possibly do around town or see if there's any other way we could do it, but there was no choices. So now we're left with, do we try to prove his innocence and find out what happened? Do we spring him from jail or do we let him rot down in the Crescent Vaults? That's what we're about to find out and that's where we left off. So from there, let the adventure begin. <laughs>